And now, from the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia and all 20 cities across the province listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Today we're on location at Mission Hill Family Estate. Our hosts are Mission Hill in the iconic wineries of British Columbia. And joining us off the top is Graham Norton. He's the general manager of the iconic wineries of British Columbia. Graham, welcome to the show. Thanks, Anthony. Good to be back. It's good to have you. I don't know what an iconic winery of BC is. What What can you tell us about that? Well, we're really excited to be able to continue to tell the story of the Okanagan Valley. So uh, here we are at Mission Hill Family Estate, but our collection of wineries now includes seven from north and south from across the valley. Okay. Can you name all seven without a card in front of you? Hopefully. Yeah, I bet you <laughs> so can. So here we are at Mission Hill, uh, yep. Cedar Creek Estate Winery, uh, Martin's Lane Winery, Liquidity, mm-hmm. Row 13, Checkmate Artisanal Winery, and soon-to-be-released Red Barn Finally. at Jagged Rock Winery. Oh, yeah. boy, that's going to be good. Yeah, we're really excited. Jagged Rock, that's such a great spot. Well, I'm going to talk to Corey about that place. Yeah, well, I think you know as we continue to evolve here in the valley, if there was to be a future Grand Cru site. I yeah. s- certainly think the Jagged Rock would be in consideration of yeah, one of those. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the pandemic seems to be fading, mm-hmm. I hope, uh, but things have really opened up. Yeah. And uh, you have, uh, well, I don't know for the fall. I, I want to talk about the fall now mm-hmm. that Labor Day is done. Well, give us an idea of some of the things that are going to happen now. Yeah, I think the opportunity in the fall season is to continue to bring people to the valley in a time that maybe you don't necessarily think. We're always busy in the summertime, fortunately, yeah. um, but you know, we're a really looking forward to being able to bring back a number of activities that we used to do here at Mission Hill that haven't been able to over the course of the pandemic. Yep. So that really kicks off for us middle of October, uh, which we do an Oculus weekend here on site. Oh, oh wow. It's our uh, opportunity for our wine club members to experience the pre-release of the 19 vintages of Oculus, which wouldn't be released until next fall. Mm-hmm. And we build a number of dinners around that with Chef Patrick and his team and Corey and her team. So um, that really is the kickoff of the winter season for us. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that we're really looking forward to is now the return of culinary classes. Mm. Here at Mission Hill. So, in a culinary class, people can come and participate, or how how do how how would one roll out? Yeah, I mean, we've um, built out an, a really impressive calendar of uh, a variety of different themes, whether that's French or Italy or Thai or how to make your own pasta, and so it's it's all done here on site. We've got an incredible culinary theater where it's really like being on the set of a Food Network cooking show. Yeah. You get the opportunity to interact with the chefs; they take you through it step by step. You get menu cards and um, wine pairings, and then it's all served with with wine pairings that we built around the menu. So yeah. it's uh, it's something that had such a large following pre-pandemic, and now we're now in the opportunity back. to bring them back. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't be Sounds more good. excited. And you've just come back from London. Mm-hmm. You, you were at Canada House. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Canadians go there now regularly, at least once a year, I think. That's or, right, yeah. Every so, other year. So typically it's every it's in May. Yeah. And there's been a, a really good, I think, contingent of Canadian producers, about you know two dozen that of us that have been going regularly over the last few years. And mm-hmm. I think um, it's it's been really encouraging. Why? I'm asking why. Yeah. Why well, are you going to London? Well, I think it's part about 
And we're in this, we have this opportunity to continue to tell the story of the Okanagan Valley on the world stage. And yeah. what better place than arguably the most global wine area in the world than London? Yeah. And so when you get to a place that there's an unbiased opinion of a region because we are still so unknown, mm-hmm. they base it on quality. Yeah. And now to be able to come, you know, with m- several dozen of us pouring wines in front of um, some of the, m- the most highly allocated master psalms, master of wine, wine directors, wine writers, and for them to go, oh my gosh, I yeah. had no idea yeah. that wine from Canada was this good. We we hate that reaction and we love that reaction. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I think, yeah. how come we have to know everything about them and they know nothing about us? That's what I always say. <laughs> right. Uh, and and you're making inroads in restaurants, Michelin starred restaurants. We are, and I think it speaks to the quality. Again, it's not um, it's not about branding. There's no um, pre there's no pre awareness of Mission Hill or a number of the other wineries. It's mm-hmm. based off of we need to bring some of these wines on because they're not now just good wines for Brice or good wines for Canada. Yeah. These are wines that can stand shoulder to shoulder with some of the best in the world. Yeah, that's the game. What's in the glass? Exactly. That's exactly. The best game of all. Graham, it's great to catch up with you. You are a busy dude now. Well, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And even more so now that we're able to bring people back to the Okanagan, share with them a little bit more about what we're doing. Yeah. And the wines have never been better. Yeah. And we're really excited and to And share the experience. Them. I think that's what yeah. they're getting now when they visit uh, the iconic wineries. They get an experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Great Kicking to be off here. the show. Thanks. Graham you. Norton's general manager of the iconic wineries of British Columbia. And we're coming to you from Mission Hill Family Estate in West Kelowna. Up next, Corey Kriebel. She's the chief winemaker at Mission Hill Family Estate. She's going to talk about her wines and what's happening up here on the hill. Our show is available on the radio or on demand across all the major podcast platforms. It's the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Lively, delicious, and totally alcohol-free. Introducing Piquet Zero from Benjamin Bridge, a creative and unprecedented wine-style beverage. Discover the unique deliciousness of this new sensory experience. Golden sapphire in color with a blonde hue. The nose features zesty suggestions of key lime, blood orange peel, and lemon preserve with a balancing texture of tart cherries. And best of all, Piquet Zero is absolutely alcohol-free. For details, visit softcrush.ca. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe, inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. They're experts in the field, and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature, Liber's terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club to receive delivery of award-winning wines, new releases in spring and fall, early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Liber Farm and Winery looks forward to hosting you in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at liberfarm.com. Simply great wines. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan. A place to slow down, take your time, and enjoy perfect patio weather and a world-class wine and culinary scene. With 80 wineries within a 20-minute drive, along with distilleries and cideries, eight craft breweries, and a fantastic variety of locally sourced restaurants, Penticton is the perfect destination for your relaxing summer getaway. 
For details on wineries, tours, tasting room, and restaurant hours before you go, and for more trip inspiration, head to visitpenticton.com. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, and shout out to Bounce Radio, Penticton, and all other 19 cities across the province. Listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, today we're on location. We're up on the hill under the bell tower at Mission Hill Family Estate Winery. And our guest is the captain of the ship, Corey Kriebels, the chief winemaker here at Mission Hill. Corey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anthony. You, you're driving a big ship here. <laughs> I am, but it's uh, I got an amazing team and yeah. so excited to be here and, and making the wines from our vineyards. Yeah, You've been around uh, for a while here now, but you've been in charge now for a couple of years at least. Am I right? Two or three? That's correct. Uh, how is that? Are you you feeling it now? Loving it. I'm yeah. feeling it. You know, I think we have such a great team in the play in place. The viticulturists mm-hmm. are doing an incredible job in the vineyards. You know, we're well along in our organic transition now with yeah. all of the 2021s coming out uh, yeah. fully certified organic. So. That's fantastic. What like what should consumers know about that? You've gone organic, okay, but what's in it for them? So what I feel is in it for them is, A, they know that we're harboring the land that's sitting here. But the other thing is I really feel that our wines are more concentrated. I feel we're getting more intense flavors that are actually coming through yeah. due to our uh, organic transition. Yeah. And, I mean, the other piece as well that I find is that this organic transition has meant that we're very sensitive now to to each different vineyard block. Mm-hmm. So we need to know exactly how every section's growing and be very in tune with it. And that just w- translates to our wines. I just love that because I think in some ways, uh, when I was growing up in the business in Europe, people, we would walk in vineyards and they would know every single stone. And I would be just amazed by that and wonder how do they know that? But I think with time and with with these kind of techniques, you do really get connected to the land. Definitely, it's hours of walking through the vineyard because you can't rely on that, you know, those traditional pesticides or right. herbicides to be able to go through. Yeah. You need to know what's happening in the vineyard. You got to react a little bit faster. Absolutely. But then there isn't much you can do when you're organic. <laughs> got to treat. <laughs> Maybe those go hot to church thoughts. or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I know we're going to talk about a couple of wines, and I want to get right to them. But just for the person who doesn't know Mission Hill really well, let's just take them up the scale until we get to these two wines that we're going to taste. Absolutely, we can. So underneath the uh, Mission Hill label, we have our reserve series, which yeah. we feel is the best expression of what we can do in the Okanagan Valley through the different varieties that we have in that tier. And that's a tier that, that I'm told that year after year you come back to more or less the same places, or mostly. We do very much yeah. so, especially as we continue to know our vineyards more and more, and as you know, they're getting more age behind them. Some yeah. of them now have 25 years of age. It makes your job, is it making your job easier or harder? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to say that it makes it easier. We know the vineyard yeah. blocks better, but uh, Mother Nature likes to throw something different every single year at us. So okay. every year, is a, the more I know, the more I know I need to learn more. <laughs> All right. And now above the reserve series is? So that's our terroir. Yeah. And that is our single vineyard 
yeah. um, selections. You seem to light up when you say our uh, terroir series. So I do a little bit because I feel that it in our series is the winemaker's choice. Mm. So there's no set vineyard. There's no set variety. It can be whatever the vintage is bringing us, whatever mm. vineyard site looks really good or a section or s- yeah. something that we've done different in the cellar. And, and when you say that, what, whatever the, it, it brings us, what does it bring you? Like in like say in 2019, what did it bring you? Let's, so, let's talk about this wine, the Meritage. Okay, we can talk. So we're about to taste our 2020 Terroir Collection Meritage. 2020, okay, great. Yes, and well, first 2020 in my years in the Valley, which I hesitate to say how many I've been here, <laughs> um, is I think probably the best vintage that we've had. It was such an incredible season. There were no real major heat spikes. It was warm all the way through and just a beautiful fall. So it was the density of fruit that we that we ended up seeing across all of of the reds from that season. Mm. Now, I'm particularly excited about the Desert Ridge site because I was around when it was initially planted in 2002 um, at a different winery at that point, and it is a great selection of different varieties that come from that site. Wow. And where is that? So it's down in Asuyus, and it's it's fairly unique. So for the listeners that know Asuyus, it's fairly sandy there. Yeah. But this particular site has a lot of stones in it that are actually baseball size. Really? And what that means is that the, the vines have to actually put their roots around mm. these these larger stones. Yeah. And it means that the water hold, holding capacity is a bit different. So yeah. the fruit profile is, is quite different than some of our other Osuyus vineyard sites. Yeah. More minerality there with those big stones or maybe a touch, but there's a yeah. there's a different freshness that I think comes through okay. the varieties. And then one of the things that we did that was very unique on this wine is we actually co-fermented the varieties. Oh. So Merlot came in first that year, and we fermented that in concrete. But then there's Malbec in it, Cab Franc, Cab Sauve, and Petit de Bordeaux, and they were all fermented together. 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 Wow. And then That's unusual. It is unusual. Yeah. And it, what was the result of that, do you think? Oh, I love what the co-ferment at ended up doing and yeah. it was it was interesting the malbec definitely shone out of that tank and malbec something very unique that that sits yeah. in the valley um, and it was just so spicy and that bright red fruit and it, it really shone in in the blend mm. so after after fermentation and we drained both tanks the Mer- we brought the merlot together with the other varieties and then they went through malolactic and aging together and were, did it end up equal Merlot, or how did you the final blend come? So, on the bench, as to how okay. much Merlot needed to, to come in to make the blend look uh, the yep. way it should. But it was 40% Merlot, 25% Malbec, <coughs> and then followed by Cab Sauve, Cab Franc, and just a touch of Which I assume you taste blind. Like, people might think you have a number in, but you start out, and you just, you find the wine, and then find out what's in it. Is that the oh, way it works mostly? Absolutely. Or? So I'm yeah. very much about the power of the blend. Yeah. So more and more, we're doing things in very small lots, yeah. and then coming up to the bench and seeing blind what's best. Yeah. And, you know, when we go to blend, something like the uh, terroir, or like Compendium Oculus, or or quatrain, which are our legacy tier, so that top tier that we have, mm-hmm. there might be, you know, 100 to 150 samples yeah. on the counter of very small lots for us to make sure that we can make the absolute best legacies that we can. Pretty distinctive South Okanagan savory character in this <laughs> wine underneath, which I just love. That's what, for me, brings the complexity and tones the fruit down a bit and really, really makes the wine something special. It's going to be big, and it's probably not going to be ready uh, like it's slick enough to taste now and drink if you had to, but this 
is going to age really well. I, I think so as well. It's it's about to be released in September to okay. to our wine club and then to the to the general public. Just better get the winery. signed up. Better get signed up to that club if you want that wine. Okay, and the compendium you brought, which is a little bit older, the 2017. Absolutely. So a, a good vintage on this one as well. Different than what 2020 was. Yeah. Um, it started off a bit rainy, but it was a very warm season, but very, very dry. Mm. And so berry size was was quite tiny, which means an incredibly concentrated wine. Yep. And fall was lovely. So across our legacies, which are, are Bordeaux, uh, blends of which Compendium is kind of our Okanagan take on the left bank of Bordeaux. Cab Sauve tends to be dominant, and Cab Sauve in that year, because of the length of of the fall, was incredible. And so this Compendium is sixty two percent Cab Sauve. It's the highest percentage wow. of Cab Sauve that we've ever had in in Compendium. And it's very elegant. <laughs> like it's it's really nice. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know it was that high. Yeah, That's fantastic. Compendium and Meritage, you kind of like these blends. I do, I do. <laughs> to me, it's very much about the power of the blend. It's yeah. even even in a terroir that's a single single variety, I want to make sure that we're bringing in maybe different barrel types or different small segments of the vineyard to to be able to make the best wine that we can. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a delicious wine. That was a 2017 Compendium, and we were also tasting the 2020 Meritage. Uh, from the terroir series, uh, do we say terroir series or yes, the yeah. terroir series? How many terroir series wines were there in twenty? In twenty, there I want to say there was ten. Wow! If wow, memory serves, wow. that's why you want to join the wine club. I think that's a pretty interesting way to uh, discover wines. Uh, well, twenty twenty two is a particular vintage. It uh, is. I mean, we're past Labor Day, but you're going to be waiting a bit for it. Absolutely. Do you get excited when all the grapes come at the same time? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Every year brings something different, yeah. and uh, you know what? It's the energy and the enthusiasm and the excitement behind yeah. Harvest that just continues to drive us forward. Well, I think and you get your stripes. I mean, that's what the experience is about, right? Short vintages, long vintages, hot ones, cool ones. It, I, it I, is. I, I like to talk to people who've done it all because I think they, they don't panic. They just get on with the job. There's, there's no point. You just have to put one foot in front of the other and, and work with the fruit that you have. Yeah. Corey, uh, it's really a pleasure to talk to you, and I thank you for your time. I know how busy you are, uh, but I'm sure that it's for our listeners to, uh, to listen to you speak about wine at such a high level here in the Okanagan. I think it's, uh, it's necessary and uh, much welcomed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our guest has been Corey Kriebel. She's here at Mission Hill Family Estate. She is the chief winemaker. There's plenty more coming up on the show. Up next, Taylor Whelan joins us. He's the winemaker at Cedar Creek, uh, and he's going to talk about uh, a very big honor that they received earlier this year. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. The largest, most extensive collection of British Columbia wines is at Save on Foods. Over 1,300 to choose from. Nowhere else comes close to the selection of BC VQA wines you'll discover at 22 different Save on Food stores across our province, including the brand new Sunwood Square location, now open in Coquitlam. And right now, pick up four bottles and get 10% off. See for yourself the unmatched selection of British Columbia wines with Wines of BC at Save on Foods, now open in Coquitlam. Visit saveonfoods.com. The flavors of the region come alive at 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyas. Enjoy lakeside dining inside or outside on the patio. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to offer up top-notch, seasonal, and locally inspired menus to complement the unmatched views of beautiful Lake Asuyas. 
For an unforgettable dining experience, 15 Park Bistro is the lakeside place to be. Now open for breakfast Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8. To find out more, visit 15parkbistro.com. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the big city and relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan. Enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region, including 180 of BC's finest wineries. From Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake's Heart of Wine Country, down to Oliver Osuyu's Wine Country. For community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration, visit SouthOkanagan.com. It's time to create new memories in the South Okanagan you remember. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gizmondi. Swing your partner round and round, and then the night is going down. One more shot, another round, and then the night is going down. Swing your partner. Hello, British Columbia. Thanks for listening wherever you are across the British Columbia. BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We're coming to you from Mission Hill today, Mission Hill Family Estate Winery. Uh, we're just under the bell tower, and joining us from across the lake is our guest, Taylor Whalen. He's the winemaker at Cedar Creek Estate Winery, the National Wine Awards uh, Winery of the w- a Year. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Anthony. Good to be here. Wow. The winner of the National Wine Awards. That is a big deal. Feels pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it's quite an achievement. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. People have a lot of different opinions about awards, and I, I mean, I run that award, so I, I can't, I don't really should have an opinion, but it's so tough to win. I know that. So it's a great accomplishment. Way to go. The team must be pumped. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. the team are part, pretty pumped. It's, uh, like you, it's... It's one of many awards, but for me, it's probably the most important one to win, I think. It yeah. goes to show that of all the wines we're doing overall, everything is at a high level. All the work we've been putting in over the last yeah. several years is paying off. So, Yeah, those awards which are week-long, and I have a unique position in the back, so I can see you sort of moving along uh, and getting the work done because it's a long slog through it. But, but it means that almost everything you send in there has got to be good, and that's a real accolade, so people can be assured when they buy a bottle of Cedar Creek that the quality is quite high. Thank you. Let's yeah. talk about why the quality is so high and about the many things that have happened there because the, the, the new Cedar Creek, which isn't that new, is a lot different from the very old one. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've refocused the brand on the North Okanagan, right? Yeah. So the whole idea is Kelowna-focused, so we're talking mostly wines from Penticton North is what we're focused on now. Mm-hmm. Pinot Noir, Riesling, Chardonnay, Aromatic White, Pinot Gris, Sauvignon Blanc, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. We've transitioned the whole vineyard program to organics, the whole winemaking program to organics as well. Yep. And that focus has helped uh, definitely improve quality across the spectrum. Like We're very much focused on uh, fundamentals improving across the board what we're mm-hmm. doing in the vineyard and the winery and it's paid off in the bottle yeah. i think so. and you've gone i mean the group went organic but you guys were in the lead on that up north uh and regenerative so can you tell us a little bit about the farming then the, the difference or the collaboration like sustainability organics regenerative how do we how do we put put that in our minds yeah that's right i mean 
I'm a bit of a cynic. So for me, sustainability is a bit of a umbrella term and, and can be quite vacuous. Like people plug a lot of stuff into sustainability that maybe yeah. shouldn't be there. Organics is like, you gotta, you gotta, uh, follow a certain set of rules, which is legislated by the government. Yeah. Regenerative is another step beyond that where you say, okay, we've heard the organic piece. We're doing that, but we're going to take those rules and then we're going to focus on really improving soil health. Like that's the whole regenerative piece. So yeah. we're not going to spray all the stuff. We're not allowed to spray with organics. We're going to focus on composting, on building biodiversity and life in the soils with the idea that you're improving the health of the vineyard, the health of the plants, the health mm -hmm. of the soils, mm -hmm. and making better wines consistently year over yeah. year because of I it. I mean, that's my question in the end. What does it mean for consumers? So so you're organic, so you're regenerative, so what? What does it mean when I buy a bottle of Cedar Creek? Yeah, that's why I always try and draw it back to is like, yeah, I get we're doing all this and it sounds like a lot of fun and it is fun. It's hard work, but... Yeah. The end result is higher quality fruit, yeah, and it translates into better wine. Okay. So, speaking of that, <laughs> let's translate to the home block Riesling. So the 2021, yeah, here home block. Let's start with that. We hear that name a lot up at Cedar Creek. Yes, we've we've applied it to a lot of different things at Cedar Creek. Um, the first thing we applied it to was the vineyard. So we've got an old vineyard at Cedar Creek. It was established. At about 30, 35 years ago. Yeah. Um, that's the original home block is that vineyard. It's yeah. about 50 acres of old vines. And this Riesling is from that vineyard. Which is made up of many blocks. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not one contiguous piece in terms of winemaking. No, that's right. We've got eight blocks and then we've got many sub blocks within all that. So there's mm -hmm. all kinds of different parcels of fruit. Yeah. But it's a unique spot. There's really cool soils. The aspect is is interesting because it's north facing so it's quite cool compared to most of the rest of the okanagan mm -hmm. um so you just get a different style of wine off of there which is suiting us more yeah. and more germans are famous for riesling but there's so many styles and they've been so pushed around by consumers they they can't really be used to benchmark a style what would you say the cedar creek like this home block riesling how would you describe the style of this wine the freshness and the acidity defines the style of Cedar Creek Riesling. We mm -hmm. try so hard to get the acidity down in these wines and mm -hmm. we're harvesting them late in the season and still the acidity persists. And so we're left with making with our winemaking built around acidity essentially. So they're fresh, bright, pristine wines and then we're building body and weight around that acid. And people talk a lot about sugar in Riesling. How do you uh, see sugar in Riesling and acidity? What? How does that work for you? I don't really want to see sugar. Like that's for me. That's the point. Is the acidity should lead. We use sugar to support it and try and balance it. Yeah. But I'm kind of embarrassed if my Riesling finishes sweet. I want it to finish right. dry. But yeah. it's possible to have a fair bit of sugar in a Riesling that has super high acidity. That's true. Yeah, To, that's to get true. the balance. Yeah, and, and there's different styles too, obviously. And so yeah. I'm speaking mostly to like this dry, drier style. Yeah. We're, we're aiming for below 10 grams per liter residual sugar sure. in the Rieslings. If we wanted to do a sweet wine, we definitely could, but we haven't quite gone there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think what is nine grams is sort of the detectable level for the average consumer so they yeah. wouldn't really notice it yeah that's right yeah. We, they we, would notice a roundness in it i guess a freshness and a fruitiness but not a sugariness which is great yeah people get a little offended when i tell them there's sugar in the wines but yep. then if you took them dry they'd be horribly acidic and yeah. too hard to handle now so. just to confuse them because you won a bunch of platinum medals but this is a platinum home block riesling that's correct so yeah. how, how do we deal with that platinum level at, at cedar creek this is a story that goes back to the Fitzpatricks, and yeah. this is a heritage story from Gordon and the senator. So they told me that um, in in the 90s, they won a, 
uh, there was a category created for them for a Merlot. They had made at Cedar Creek, which uh-huh. was a platinum category. They were oh. awarded a platinum medal for this Merlot. And so they created a tier of wines around that. So that's where the platinum tier comes oh, from. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But yeah. now the platinum tier really is where we play. That's where most yeah. of our premium volume is. And that's where the cool experimental wines yeah. end up. So. And I would add, you won two real platinum medals at the nationals. The I think only two wineries out of the out of the two hundred or so uh, managed that feat. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah Congratulations, was- yeah, so great. Uh, okay, let's talk about the next wine because I don't want to run out of time. The Cedar Creek Aspect. This is the twenty twenty Pinot Noir. The Aspect Collection. This is kind of a new thing for you, Aspect Collection. How Correct. would you explain that to consumers? What, what is that about? Yeah, I mean, we just talked about Platinum. So Platinum, I would say, is a single vineyard story where we're talking about vineyards as a whole, what that soil type or what that Aspect can bring. Aspect, The Aspect tier is a single block story. So that's really about an individual vine age, an individual soil type. Um, something very, very special we found in the vineyard typically mm-hmm. that we want to bottle on its own and mm-hmm. we don't want to blend it with anything else. So these okay. are really small batch wines. We're yep. talking two to 300 cases, uh, artisanally made, super high attention to detail. And, and uh, sourcing for Aspect can be anywhere? or It's all actually home block vineyard fruit. So okay. at the moment, there's four wines. There's a Shard, a Riesling, and two Pinots, and they're all from the home block vineyard, which is our original vineyard. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when you taste this Pinot, what can you tell our listeners? What, if they, they know a bit about Pinot, I think, different styles. Yeah, for me, like, Block 2 always gives a little bit of a pretty floral character. This wine smells a little bit like beets to me, like it's got an earthiness to it, an earthy mm-hmm. sweetness, a little bit of an iodine character. And then there's really good um, weight and density of fruit in this wine. 2020 was a beautiful vintage for reds. Mm-hmm. And so you get a pretty nice body and texture with good uh, tannin ripeness as well. Yeah. So set Lovely. up to age really well. Really good wine. Uh, before we go, uh, I think now the final building's done at Cedar Creek. The, 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 I call it the wine club building. There's other stuff going on there. Yep. Is that the Aspect? Aspect House, Cor- correct. Yeah. Yep. So uh, what is that experience like? P- people join the wine club and they, can, they get an experience in there, something really special? or That's right. They join the Aspect Club and then they have unlimited access to that building. So oh. they can bring their friends when they're up from Vancouver or Calgary, take wow. them in, have a tasting, have an experience, do a tour of the winery. Can we sleep there or no? I guess not. Uh, you can. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Until it would about be very 5 comfortable. o'clock yeah, or Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Somebody come rustle you up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice. That's a, a nice uh, thing to have when you join a club, to that's have right. that kind of access. Yeah. You're having fun. We're having a lot of fun, yeah. yeah. It's been really good, and, you know, uh, yeah, we've only just begun, as Anthony yeah. likes to say. So That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, September's just kicked off, uh, but you haven't made a wine yet. No. Nope. Uh, you're so far north. It's going to be a long run, I think, this year. Yeah, I think so. We're, we're looking at the northern vineyards and thinking things aren't really going to get going until late September, early October, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll no, be late. No Hawaii for you in November. No Hawaii in November. No. Maybe later. Maybe a winemaker's dinner in Vancouver, but that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Taylor, great to see you. Congratulations you on the big win. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Really great. Say hello to the team. That was Taylor Whalen. He is the winemaker at Cedar Creek Estate Winery. Up next, Barkley Robinson joins us. He's making the wine at Road 13 on the Golden Mile Bench. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. 
Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan. A place to slow down, take your time, and enjoy perfect patio weather and a world-class wine and culinary scene. With 80 wineries within a 20-minute drive, along with distilleries and cideries, eight craft breweries, and a fantastic variety of locally sourced restaurants, Penticton is the perfect destination for your relaxing summer getaway. For details on wineries, tours, tasting room, and restaurant hours before you go, and for more trip inspiration, head to visitpenticton.com. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape-growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award-winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. Hello, I'm Anthony Gismondi, and after four decades in the wine business, I know that the wine you like is always the best one for you. Anyone who tells you differently is simply wrong. The trick is how to get there. My advice? Try as many different wines as possible to discover your favorites. We evaluate about 3,000 wines a year at GismondiOnWine.com to help you sort through the clutter in the market, and we make it easy to search through our results. After all, life is way too short to drink bad wine. So why not give us a go at GismondiOnWine.com? From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. If I could write you a song to make you fall in love, I would already have you up under my arm. I used to Hello, British Columbia. We're on the road again with the iconic wineries of BC, and today we're on location at Mission Hill Family Estate Winery, and our guest is Barkley Robinson. He has the head winemaker at Road 13 Winery and has uh, driven up to see us today, and we're happy you did. Barkley, how are you? Fantastic. Thanks for having yeah. me. Things are really moving along at Road 13. Absolutely, yeah. You're, yeah. you're busy. And you're making wine, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, which is probably <laughs> the most important year, right? thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're going to actually start with the wine so we don't run out of time. Sure. And uh, I think we should go backwards this time. We'll taste red and then white. What do you think? Sounds good, yeah. And uh, you got a breaking story for the red, which is kind of cool. Yeah, brand new labels. So we've uh, the 2020 uh, reds are all going into to new labels. So... Uh, really wanted to delineate the three tiers of our of our wine, so it really right. would really showcased uh, every every layer right up to the uh, the reserve. Level. Well, let's start with the three tiers. Where where do you start at at Road Thirteen? What, how so did you, we, how have you done it? Yeah, so we have our Honest John's tier, which you yep. typically find at the BCLDBs, and then uh, our estate tier is called the Select Harvest tier. 
um, which used to look like the the Viognier right here, yeah. um, and then new labels will come out with the next vintage. And then Jackpot was our reserve tier. It's now being uh, rebranded to the John Oliver selection, just to really tie in the story from Honest John's right up to the John Oliver selection uh, and tell that story of the South Okanagan and why right. John Oliver was such a big part of it. Yeah, and John Oliver, of course, the town of Oliver is named after him, but a lot of people don't really know yeah. what he has done, but he's done a lot of great stuff down there. Absolutely, yeah. Like he was instrumental in really getting that irrig- irrigation t- canal uh, built between all the lakes so that we can yeah. actually farm down there. Yeah. Um, and bringing uh, returning World War One. World War One vets, there we go, yep. uh, back to uh, BC to really farm. So what he did is he uh, wrote the Nightshirt Act, uh, which is uh, a piece of legislation that basically said, if you fought for our country in World War One, uh, we'll gift you a piece of land. And it didn't matter your race, color, or religion. Um, and uh, so it was really about inclusivity and, and community, yeah. uh, as long as everybody farmed the, the land, obviously. Yeah. And he stuck up for women too. He did, yeah. He uh, he really at was, a time when they really needed it. Yeah. So all this happened right turn of the 1900s, uh, yeah. and so he fought for the women's right to vote and uh, you know equality in the workplace and the eight-hour workday for for workers too. And uh, so it really was all about hard work and and community. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we know about him and his name's on the label. And this is the 2020 Syrah. This is. Uh, so take us through this wine. How did this Syrah get to the top level then? What, what, what makes it a top level Syrah? It comes from uh, our best Syrah blocks, both on the, the west side of the valley, so on the Golden Mile bench, and then also on the uh, east side on the Black Sage bench as well. Why are they the best? Uh, they, they're the most consistent. And okay. uh, so that every, every year, uh, the four blocks that I pull from, um, they're, they're the best of the best. And then okay. they go into the best of the barrels and they get, they stay on skins longer. So it gets a lot of attention to detail in the vineyard and in the winery. You came out of Ontario. You've been here. It's four years now, right? More or it's, less? Or is it five? <laughs> it's know. actually, uh, actually this will be harvest number Don't three. Don't tell me. Oh, uh, number yeah. three harvest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is the first berry to bottle vintage of the 2020. Yeah. Okay, terrific. Yeah. Let's taste the wine. Maybe just walk us through the wine when you taste it, because Syrah is a is a is a big wine. You mm-hmm. like big red wines, so, absolutely. Right? That's yeah. your thing. That is my thing. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the John Oliver selection Syrah uh, is two thirds from the west side uh, from our Golden Mile bench block, um, and then one third from our. Uh, black sage bench, so so two blocks there, and thirty eight percent new French oak. Uh, so you really get a really nice spice from the west side and a real fruit forward note from the from the east side. Wow, wow, wow! That is, <laughs> that is something. Well, you know what I love about this wine? Like it, it's a giant wine, but it's very elegant. It's it's got a really a fresh undercurrent to it. Mm-hmm. I I really like to to construct my wine, especially the reds, obviously, uh, with an elegance in the tannins and just really. Have them approachable in their youth, but then also have the ageability as well. Yeah. So, You're listening to Barkley Robinson. He's the head winemaker at Road 13 Winery on the Golden Mile Bench uh, on Road 13. Easy to find. Yes. Uh, and we're tasting the, the John Oliver Selection 2020 Syrah. Uh, really well done. This has just been. Uh, this was bottled uh, late in the summer, or was it just at the start of the fall? Or you're getting a sneak peek. So this is a this is a tank sample. Okay. Uh, it's actually being bottled tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> so it'll be released uh, after Thanksgiving, more okay. than likely. Yeah. yeah. Well, people should. And well, how will they get this wine? Just online? Is that the safest way? Or join the club? Uh, wine club always gets uh, first notification for any new releases, so right. it always pays to be part of the club, yeah. um, especially with some of the small lot wines for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
Okay, we're not going to talk about the rental, but it's still it's going to happen. It's it's still, the, still in the, the works. The, yeah. the paperwork's done now. It's just a, a little it, bit more before the the work starts. I guess. Yeah, all the red tape stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, you got a big harvest to look after, so it won't matter till the spring. I will be preoccupied for sure. Yeah, we've heard a lot about the harvest being a little bit later. Is it different down south, or is it the same? Uh, you know, because we were up north hearing mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's not going to happen until the end of October. But what, what about down <laughs> south? Um, it's it's a little further ahead down south, obviously. But yeah. um, what we didn't see this summer that we have seen in the past two is is those really extraordinary uh, heat events. So mm-hmm. um, we didn't see as much shutdown in the vines. So. Yeah. What we were behind in the spring, having a cooler, wet spring, we did catch up quite a bit through the summer. And no fires has been useful. Yeah, touchwood. Almost no fires. Touchwood, yeah. it's, it's been a good year for, for yeah. that. So. Okay, let's talk about the 2020 Viognier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, you're making Rhone wines down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We ha- well, I mean, we're known for full-bodied red wines, but we with our focus on the Rhone varieties. Yeah. So, what obviously. can you tell people about Viognier that they don't know or should know? Um, it's very versatile, and so the the southern style of Viognier that we make is is more aligned uh, with more like a, a northern northern Rhone style Viognier. So it does have some oak aging as well. It does spend five months in uh, French oak, about thirty percent new. So you don't taste the oak, but you really feel it on the mid palate, and really pun- punches up that uh, really nice tropical fruit. Note. Gives it a little weight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like for people who like something a little different from Chardonnay, but still want that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a full-bodied white wine. Yeah, I guess it can be a little bit more exotic mm-hmm. than, than Chardonnay, just by the nature of the grape. Absolutely. Yeah. And it plays really nice at Thanksgiving dinner and stuff with your with your turkey and, and stuff. And, and what do you make of this business of putting a bit of Yoni in your Syrah? Is that is that a no-go with you? Actually, so the Syrah you just had, yeah. uh, what I tend to do... Viognier and Syrah are pretty much picked a day apart uh, the last two years anyway. So I like to take the uh, the pressed skins of the Viognier and and put about uh, 3 to 5% weight back into my Syrah, and it really punches up the fruit-forward note and right. the, the, the floral notes Yeah, without adding in, uh, it, the, diluting it. Yeah, right, without the, the juice. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, okay, I'm also interested because I, I'm having I'm not having trouble, but I'd like to little, know a little bit more about the Similkameen mm-hmm. project that's going on amongst all of you. Uh, what are you doing over in the Similkameen, and what what are you going to get out of there? Um, well, the cool thing about the Similkameen is it's, it has a large uh, history in the in the in the history of uh, Road 13 with the previous owners as yeah. well. Um, we purchased quite a quite a bit of acreage in there as well, and basically both of those valleys uh, are formed off of Mount Kobo with the erosion off Mount Kobo. So similar uh, soil structure mm-hmm. in both valleys, with the Golden Mile Bench being on the west side, so it gets that cool in the in the evening. Uh, on in the Smilkameen, it has a similar soil, but with a little bit more calcium carbonate, a little bit more silt, mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit more sun exposure. So. It gets more of that heat that you get on the black sage, but with right. all the great soil of that yeah. we see in the Golden Mile Bench. So, going to be fun to get some of that fruit then. Yeah, it's going to be really cool to yeah. s- to see like Okanagan fruit, fruit versus uh, versus the Similkameen yeah. fruit. So, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Barkley, it's always great to catch up with you. I'm sorry it's radio because if this was TV, you would know that Barkley has black hands. He's got Syrah hands. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite amazing. <laughs> eh? Yeah, it's they such are a strong. Uh, a strong. Staining a great variety. Uh, anyway, so great to see you, Barkley. Uh, g- good. Uh, I wish you luck with the harvest. Thank you. I uh, hope it's a good one. 2020 was such a great harvest. Maybe yeah, we'll get back to that in uh, 2022. 
We can help. That was Barkley Robinson. He's a head winemaker. Road 13 Winery. We're coming to you live from under the bell tower at the Mission Hill Family Estate Winery. Up next, Amy Painter. She's the winemaker at Liquidity Wines. And you're listening to BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Claude du Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkamine Valley, Claude du Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodusoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. The most exciting club in the Okanagan is Summer Hills Organic Wine Club. When you become a member, you'll receive 24 bottles per year of sommelier-curated organic wines. Enjoy preferred pricing and free delivery. Plus, members earn double gratitude points, which gives 20% of each order back in your pocket. Get insider information on Summer Hill's new releases and special events. Enjoy the flavors of Summer Hill. Join the Organic Wine Club at summerhill.bc.ca. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. Summer in the Okanagan. Great food, fine wine, fabulous views. You can have it all at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. Enjoy the stunning vistas while wine tasting outside on the patio. Or step inside the Modest Butcher for some delicious new summer dishes from the menu. Online tasting bookings and table reservations are recommended due to limited seating. Just go to mtboucherie and modestbutcher.com. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, BC, and thanks for listening wherever you are across the British Columbia uh, network. We're on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and we're coming to you from Mission Hill Family State Winery. Our guest is Amy Painter. She is the winemaker at Liquidity Wines. Very low energy person. Amy, how are you? <laughs> Just super low energy oh right now. Oh my God. You're like the happiest person <laughs> in the wine business. Why are you so happy? I have the best job in the world. There Come you on. go. That, you do have the best job in the world. Yeah. And you brought a sparkling wine, too. I did. I did. I did. I did. Okay. We'll just wait for that. So liquidity, very quickly, where, where's liquidity? Tell our people where you are and just sort of set the stage. Yeah. So uh, we're located in Okanagan Falls, um, which to me is like the Goldilocks zone of the Okanagan Valley. Oh. Yes. Goldilocks. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we're not as cool as it is up north, but we're not yep. as warm as it is down south. So it kind of means that we can grow everything right yeah. there. It's nice. perfect. And when you stand outside your winery and look south you, you can see all the way to the border pretty much it is such a beautiful view yeah. it's one of those times where you you come to work every day and you're like man i am so lucky to work here yeah. this is great <laughs> fantastic and now 
soon, by the end of the month, people are going to be able to go there and hold a bottle of sparkling wine made on the site. Yes, they will be. Yeah. <laughs> Competition. <laughs> There's a lot of sparkling wine made uh, in your area. There is, and yeah. I think it really shows to Okanagan Falls as a region um, as the, yeah. the, the diversity of the varieties that we can well, grow and the wines that we can make. Sure. What do you need to make a sparkling wine, then? Um, you need, I mean, beautiful fruit, right? Fantastic soils. And then kind of the, uh, I guess the, the strength and the willpower to pick fruit at a low sugar, high, high acid, acid level <laughs> yeah. and think that something's going to come of that. That's exactly, good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're underplaying your talent as a winemaker, but, uh, so a new release, a, a new project for you. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about it. It's called Reserve Brute. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's 85% Pinot Noir, 15% Chardonnay, a hundred percent from Okanagan Falls. Um, it spends 24 months on lees, so you've got that, that richness from uh, the yeast autolysis. Um, it's got about 6 grams uh, residual sugar in the dosage. Yep. Um, so it's kind of the perfect balance of like not, a little... Not too much of anything, exactly. but a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Lees, it's so important that... Could you explain to why you well, wine is on its lees for 24 months? Well, why do consumers need to know about that or what should they know about that? Basically, um, I mean, if you were to really break it down to like a technical aspect, it's, yeah. it's the proteins that are released from the yeast dying, essentially, which yeah. doesn't sound great, yeah. but it does bring... Expiring, a, we exactly, could say. Exactly. That's a way better way of saying yeah, it. Thank we you. We say that. <laughs> but it brings a richness and... Um, a, a creaminess to the wine yeah, as well. A textural thing, Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah super textural. Um, and something that works really, really well with sparkling wine, again, to kind of like balance the acidity and, and bring another level of depth to the yeah. wine. Sounds like a classic Blanc de Noir style, perhaps? Yeah, absolutely. That we would see in Champagne, high percentage of Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And how would you describe the wine now? Let's have a taste of this yeah, wine. Yeah, let's we'll do see. it. I can't. Uh, I'll talk while you taste, and I'll <laughs> taste while you talk. There, yeah. It's got a. It's a very uh, gorgeous, sparkling, lipid colored. Can we say that? Lipid. Yeah. Lipid. Totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, um, it has, it has that kind of creamy brioche notes on the nose, mm. but it also has some really lovely um, citrus notes that come through on the palate, and it does finish with that classic liquidity okanagan falls brightness right like you've got texture but you have that acidity to kind of drive the wine home the acidity that you thought was way too much and why am i doing this <laughs> seems to exactly seems to perfectly work itself into the wine uh well the other sort of thing i guess the 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 money of sparkling wine is that that persistent mousse that sort of uh energizes and electrifies electrifies all those flavors huh? yeah as they, as they go across your palate Absolutely, right? And that's something that we're striving for with this wine as well, right? Yeah. You want the, the little tiny bubbles that last. Yeah. 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 And uh, make it dance. Exactly. I mean, that's what you pay the dope for, right? Right. Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Now, uh, if I put that away for five or seven years, would I be happy about that too? Do you oh, think? yeah. It's a, I mean, if you have the self-control, which yes. I completely you, respect. You have none. I, 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 <laughs> I have zero. Yeah, zero. I can tell that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, it's delicious, and I am going to put it away for about five or seven years because I, I, I like it. I don't like it sort of goo on glaze, as they say over in, in London, but mm -hmm. I do like it with a little bit of age on it. Yeah, totally. Great-looking bottle. Any story there? Because the shape is fantastic. Yeah, it is a beautiful bottle. It's like a bottle. ballerina's d 
you know, design sort of. Totally, yeah, like a ballerina shoe. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. I love yeah. that description. Yeah. Looks great. Thank you. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank so you this very will much. be released at the end of September. It's so only a couple weeks away. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. how will people, uh, you got to get it. So how are you, you must be what, a member or go to the winery? What's the best way? Yeah, so um, if you are a club member, then yeah. you have had the, the, uh, the exclusive rights to a little pre release of this line. Oh, wow. Very exciting. Wow. Um, but otherwise, you're going to want to come visit us in Okanagan Falls to taste this wine and buy it. Okay. Yeah. And you'll be back in the winery probably making wine by then. Yes, exactly. You won't yeah. want we'll to won't see me because I'll be a disaster. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, wine number two is a 2021 Viognier. Yeah. Yeah, you love Viognier. Don't I you? love Viognier. Can you tell people why they should love Viognier? <laughs> I feel like Viognier sometimes has a bad rip, right? Like yeah. it's, it's kind of... There are examples of it that are really like super alcohol driven. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oily sometimes. Totally. And I think the like something that makes Okanagan Falls so special is that we have the soil types to grow Viognier where it has the concentration, it has that beautiful apricot richness, but it also has that lovely acidity again that we were mentioning with the sparkling. So it makes a wine that is concentrated and rich and powerful, but Tighten, it tightens it up. Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, brings it's, it back. In. Yeah. It's like it's been having workouts, regular workouts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This thing is fit. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that uh, the apricot notes, though. I think that's mm-hmm. what se- sets it apart. Now, is this right off the property? or? So it's actually a combination of fruit from our vineyards in Asoyus, Oliver, and from Okanagan Falls. Okay. Yeah, and we use a variety of different fermentation vessels with this wine as well. So it's mostly stainless steel, again, to kind of just capture that, that brightness. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a little bit of concrete and neutral oak in there as well, which kind of adds a textural layer to the wine, gives it a little more richness, a little more body. I don't know if people notice when they're listening today, but Corey <laughs> Kriebel mm-hmm. and uh, Kaylee Bars and Amy Painter, they're all women. Yes! They're all yes. winemakers. In, I think there's more women making wine in the iconic wineries now than men, I think. I believe that. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, yeah. are you, we were talking a little bit about uh, Smilkmeen. Are you going to get anything over there? Does that interest you to... I mean, I love that, but I think that's Barclays territory, so I don't want to step on any toes. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, I want to talk to you about something else, uh, and I know nothing about it, the Golden Hour Experience. I love the name. What is the Golden Hour Experience? Oh, man, this is something that we are so excited to share with everybody at Liquidity. So basically, every Thursday, we're doing a... um, it's, it's kind of like a join us on your way home from work for a glass of wine experience. Oh, wow. So we're doing Wines by the Glass. Um, we've pulled some really beautiful library wines out. So we've got some 2017 Reserve Chardonnay, 2018 Reserve Chardonnay. Mm. Um, and we also have some Magnums as well, which are very, very limited production. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're selling wines by the glass. There's the opportunity to grab a little charcuterie plate as well. Mm-hmm. We just really want to bring people to liquidity. And, I mean, yeah. the view there is so spectacular. Such a great property, yeah. It's gorgeous. And then imagine sitting there with your glass of Chardonnay yeah. and your little charcuterie plate and the sun's going down. I'm oh, ready. Mm. 
It's like five, five minutes or five minutes <laughs> off 97. Like just turn right, right or turn exactly. left depending on the direction you're driving. Exactly. And then you can grab some Tickleberries ice cream on your way home. There you go. <laughs> Amy Painter, it's so great to catch up with you. And we've had a we've had a preview now of the Liquidity Reserve Brute, which will be released at the end of the month. Uh, a really great start for sparkling wine and liquidity. Very excited about yeah. both of these wines. And the 2021 Viognier, is it released or coming out? Uh, the, it's a preview as well for us? Uh, it will be a little preview. Yeah. 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 Like I said, if, you've, if you're a club member, you've had a sneak peek to both of these. Yeah. But uh, if not, it's a really nice incentive to join. Amy, so great to see you. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Amy Painter, she's the winemaker at Liquidity Wines. Well, that's it for today's show, and a special thanks to our hosts here at Mission Hill Family Estate and our production team, including on-site producer Mike Whittingham, our studio producer Dwayne Bishop, our assignment producer Sherry Caleb, and our director of operations Stu Ferguson. Thank you all. I'm Anthony Gismani, and for all of us at the show, thanks for joining us. Next week, we'll be just down the road from Mission Hill when we stop in at Quailsgate Winery. Until then, have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi.